Hey, Purpose Chasers, guess what? You asked for it and it is here. Round two of the Created for More course starts on the 29th of June. So that means that registration is open right now. So if you're new here, you might be asking, girl, what is Created for More? Created for More is my signature coaching program to help you start living the life you deserve in just six weeks. This is the course that will get you from saying there has to be more to life than this to actually experiencing the more that God has for you. We are going to clarify your purpose, create your vision, transform your mindset, overcome your limiting reliefs, build your confidence, discuss how you can turn your purpose into profit, and of course, create a winning strategy of success. Listen, you do not want to miss out on round two. And remember, spaces are very limited. So sign up for your free strategy session in the link below to find out how this course can help you more. All right, let's start the show. You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And this week, we are talking to spectacular duo, husband and wife team, Tomiwa and Oge Akinola from Body Praise. Body Praise was started in 2018, and the creation of the company culminated from a spiritual journey in which God had been laying on their hearts to develop Holy Spirit-inspired workout videos. Central to this was the mandate to educate the body of Christ on the importance of looking after the temple of the Holy Spirit and using these videos as a tool of evangelism. The first of these videos was Afro Praise Hit, which launched in 2018, which was the first of its kind incorporating African gospel music and Bible scriptures with high-intensity interval training. The couple who have been married for nearly nine years have four children. They have been using their healthy living and fitness journeys to help people within their local church community for some time. Tamiwa has been into fitness from a young age, but only start learning about the spiritual benefits of a healthy lifestyle in the last five years. He is also a consultant by day, having worked in the asset management and hedge fund industries for the last many years. Oge is an author, a family health practitioner, a certified sports and exercise nutritionist, and a pre- and postnatal fitness specialist. She is the founder of Bump and Chic, a well-being and consultancy firm founded in 2015 to support women before, during, and after pregnancy and their families through achieving total wellness in spirit, soul, and body. Let's give a warm Purpose Chaser welcome to Tomewa and Oge from Body Praise. Hey, Purpose Chasers. I'm super excited because on this week's episode, we have 
special guest. And you would have already heard their amazing bios, and I thought these would be great people to connect with, great people to share my platform with, and great people for you to connect with. I'll tell you this. When I was going about my fitness journey during the shelter-in-place, during coronavirus, I decided to look on YouTube for workouts, and I was scrolling down, and I came across a body praise workout, and I was completely in awe about how they were going about sharing the message of God through actually working out. So let's welcome Tomiwa and Oge Akinola to the show. Hello, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you here. How are the both of you? We are doing really well. Thank you for having us. Hey, how are we doing? We do very well. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, so they have just heard your amazing bios, but I want you to share with us a fun fact about yourself. Well, uh, I think, should I start? Okay. Um, I love to cook. I'm uh, very, I suppose, uh, adventurous in the kitchen. Um, I get led, and I suppose this is a a very interesting one in line with what we're going to talk about. I get led of what to cook. So, for instance, um, while I'm going to the shop, the Holy Spirit will tell me, buy this and this and this, and by the time I've got to the kitchen, will also direct me on exactly how to cook. I suppose that's one one side. And I love warm movies, I guess. Yeah, I love warm movies. <laughs> She's laughing. It's like, yeah, yeah, he loves warm movies. <laughs> okay. Um, on the other hand, actually, I don't, I don't want to say I don't really love to cook. It's not a hobby, but um, <laughs> I do it because, um, not that I have to, but, you know, I like to experiment, whereas before, um, never really used to do that. So I do it now because, of course, in line of what I do in terms of health and well-being, I love to cook. And um, I'm not so much, I can be quite fussy with food and people don't really know that about me, except probably my husband and family. <laughs> but yes, I can be quite a fussy, a fussy eater, but someone who promotes health <laughs> and good nutrition. <laughs> Um, I love fashion, but I think people can pick that up looking at me. Well, from the pictures I've seen, you look very, very fashionable. So I think <laughs> they can pick it up. <laughs> I, I definitely um, love that fun fact. It reminds me of myself and my boyfriend. He is very adventurous in the kitchen and loves cooking things that I'm like, how did you even come up with that? And, oh, wow. I, <laughs> and I, on the other hand... We'll cook when it's necessary. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand that. When you were saying that, I was like, huh, that sounds very familiar to me. <laughs> Excellent. So thank you for sharing that with us. I want you to get started with asking about how the two of you came to creating Body Praise. Tell us your story. Cool. Um, so it kind of all started. We used to do this um, event in our church called Praise Until Something Happens, Push. Um, so it, it lasts typically all night, but all you're doing is just, just praising God for hours as much as you can. You're, you're dancing like David. And at the end of it, people come out with testimonies. Um, people are sweating from having praised God so much. Um, so it was one of those occasions. We had finished and literally we were both sweating. And I, I turned to Oge and I said, do you know what? 
we can actually do this as a workout. We could do a workout video from this. So that's when I suppose the, the light bulb moment came. The idea was, was, was there. But from then to execution probably took another, I don't know, a year or so. Yeah. Yeah, took a year or so. Um, so we, we've always been into fitness as a family. Um, I've been into fitness since my teens. Uh, okay, kind of joined up along when we got married as well. Um, but we started to see in our journey, we started to see so many Christians die. Um, Christians that you know we prayed but we, we just we went back to God's like God why is this happening and God was saying look there's one thing to pray but you can't you can't pray away bad habits you can't pray away unhealthy lifestyle um so that kind of lent into the 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 um vision we were given for just doing a praise workout and it's from then we, we got on to starting to study a bit more about the spiritual um, aspects of what God expects from us as Christians. Um, why is it that Christians are dying? Um, what, where have we gone wrong as a body of Christ? Um, and we then started putting the video together and then um, Afro Praise Hit was, was birth. But it was from a place of um, seeing there was a need for Christian videos and that light bulb moment as I've just spoke about. Yeah, I think also, you know, we we had also been doing this, you know, health and fitness for, for you know, for a while. I mean, I, um, I'm trained, um, you know, in, in what I do, but also just realizing that sometimes you kind of get to a point and you're like, but I'm doing this, but I can't really see much change. Mm. So that also, you know, pushed us back to God, like, you know, what exactly do we need to do for things to to really change for us to have a testimony and i think for me because my husband's been doing fit, fitness and health for a while me just having getting into it because of um <coughs> of course after having our first daughter um i and having the second one right after like three the three months <laughs> i got pregnant with the second one when the first was just three months old so it was really quick and, you know, as a new mom, just the desperation and the frustration to, you know, lose the baby weight. And it wasn't actually going off as quickly as I wanted it. But I had to go back to God and just understanding that there must be something more to just what's out there. Um, there has to really be a way of connecting our faith to, to, to our health. And so, yes, with, with the light bulb moment that we had during that, that event and, you know, the hunger that was already kind of there, um, Afro praise hate was, was birthed. So, so, yeah, it's really indeed um, Holy Spirit inspired because even with all the qualifications and everything that I have, you know, it's always a case of God, there is something more, you know, there's, there's something um, as as Christians, as, as believers, that there has to be a bit more where we, we link our faith to what we're doing for us to see change and, and gain testimonies. So, yeah, that's it. I really, really love that. And you, uh, you said something. You said that you can't pray away bad habits and an unhealthy mm -hmm. lifestyle. And I think yeah. so many times as believers, we think that we can pray away a lot of things yeah, and exactly. God has given us, you know, wisdom and some things mm -hmm. he's just given us the wisdom to know better and we don't yeah. do better. And we expect for a miracle when sometimes we, we really, 
I guess, eaten ourselves into, into whatever disease has come our way or we've used procrastination to be the thing that defeats us from getting what God has called us to do done. Mm -hmm. So to hear you say that, and I want the listeners to really pay attention to what you're saying, because God wants us to take care of ourselves, to take care of our temples. And like you were saying, you know, you were dancing when you were doing push like David. And that reminded me of when I was watching the workout and I was getting, um, I was getting tired. <laughs> I was like, this is, <laughs> this is, this is more of a workout than I thought. Cause when I started, I was like, Oh, this is fun. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Breathe. And at one point I remember you said, if you get tired, it's okay. Speak in tongues. And I've never <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> I have never thought of that. But if I was in church, if I was worshiping, mm-hmm. yeah. my mindset would have been completely different. Exactly. I have been able to dance for hours in church yeah. because I'm worshiping, but I never thought of it like, hey, you're using your body that exactly. God spent time creating to worship him back. So when you guys said that, I was like, okay, you're getting me, you're getting my <laughs> mindset together. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing. It's, you know, the Bible says be transformed by reunion of your mind. Um, And that was one of our, um, you know, that was the mandate is just to get this mindset change um, from the body of Christ that, um, you know, we can rely on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to be involved in this journey. But for some reason, we involve him in every other area. But when it comes to our health and his temple, we, we kind of think, oh no, we don't. We don't need to involve him in that. Um, so, so yeah, that was one of the, one of the key things we wanted to get across as well. That that is excellent. What would you say? You know, one of the biggest misconceptions you've heard about working out or taking care of our temple from our fellow believers. What are some of the biggest misconceptions that you've come across? <laughs> Oh, we've come across quite a few. Um, I think one is, you know, bodily exercise profits a little. You know, um, we've we've kind of done a study on that as well because that was set in a time where you know the the, the most most people were farmers, so it was all very labour intensive jobs anyway. So, mm-hmm. and the Bible, um, you know, uh, com- comparing eternity or life in eternity to a life that's temporary on earth, it would be seen as little, you know, but we do need we do need that um, to to get to a, a, an age and where we're fulfilling purpose with with a body that's fit for purpose. Also, I think also you know this thing about I think you already mentioned that Christians you know we believe that prayers you know prayer answers all mm-hmm. things. So you know yes, whatever it is we do, um, there's we no can we can pray, pray, our, we can way pray our way out of it. There's no sort of accountability. Um, you know, that's, that's a big one too. So the excuse of, you know, yeah, you know, we're praying, you know, God, God has already, he says with long life, he will satisfy mm-hmm. us, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. We're healed, you know, no sickness, you know how we Christians, we can pray away sickness and diseases <laughs> and coronavirus, and there is no personal responsibility anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the Bible, God has given us a, <laughs> a will, this will, will power, you know, but at the end of the day, 
um, he's not going to impose anything on us. I think we're, for us as Christians, we, we tend to always don't want to take personal responsibility seriously. It's all God and he just needs to, you know, go to come down, take control of everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. So right. that's, that's another big one. Yeah. yeah I, I suppose that one of the other ones we've had more recently is, you know, when we're talking about the Holy Spirit is interested in this journey mm-hmm. and his temple, you know, we've had, especially some of the comments um, we've had on YouTube as well. That wasn't talking of the Holy Spirit wasn't is not talking about that. It was talking about sexual immorality. Uh, he's not really interested. You know, what's this got to do with God? Um, so yeah, that's another thing we've had as well. Um, but you know, it do, it doesn't make sense. You know, someone's the owner of something. How can the owner of something not be interested in it? In the mm-hmm. you know maintenance of 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 the property or um, maintaining the the temple that we should be. And also, I just. I was just going to briefly add, I mean, even if we look at Leviticus, you know, when, you know, when God told the children of Israel, you know, certain things not to, not to eat, not to eat. Yeah. You know, so there is something there, um, you know, for them not to eat certain things. So why is it that we think or feel that we can get away with anything and everything, mm. you know, if he made it clear to them, then of course he was interested in the way they were looking after themselves and what they were putting into their body and remember the children of Egypt they walked a lot mm-hmm. you know they walked yeah. they walked a lot and of course they needed they had to be in the right state of mind their bodies in the right you know be fit and you know be able to actually carry on to finish the journey so yeah there is also something there for us as Christians oh I, I loved everything that the both of you have said and I am actually a lawyer by trade and I think there is no argument better for me to hear than when, when the <laughs> believers use the scriptures to prove mm-hmm. the wrong point to prove the wrong point and um you are you are completely right there are so many ways in the bible that that god talks about your temple specifically and we can't just look at it from one angle just because you may be used to uh people preaching about your temple when it comes to sexual immorality does it mean Mm -hmm. that you've heard every way that scripture is supposed to be discussed so that you are right. The Holy Spirit is interested in our temple, is interested in us being good stewards over what he has given us. If he created us fearfully and wonderfully made and he's created Mm -hmm. us beautifully and we don't upkeep it and then all of a sudden we're upset that the, the model that he gave us isn't beautiful in our eyes, but we didn't do the upkeep. We didn't do the maintenance, yeah, just like a car. Exactly. We didn't go and yep. change the oil and now we're wondering yeah, why it's not working. This is so very important and I hope my listeners are definitely taking note on the fact that the Holy Spirit is interested in our temple, that's the place where he dwells. God has spent time creating your body and he wants you to get the most of it. So you have to treat it right. So why don't you share with us some tips that we can use to make sure that we are doing the best to honor God with our temple and to praise him with our bodies? Um, Okay. Um, I think, you know, just going by some of the um, things that we've heard from, you know, from people and, you know, sometimes we forgot, oh, I can't do this. You know, I don't have time and I'm, I'm unable to do, to do this. And the scripture keeps coming to mind, you know, where the Bible says, in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. Um, sometimes, you know, the health, health, this health journey can be quite challenging. And yes, because 
you know, we're striving for change. And for one to be able to um, get on this wagon and do it well, first of all, is knowing why, you know, you, you kind of want to start doing it. So in this season, it's why do you want to start it? You know, what do you really want to get out of this? And then do some, some practical things that, you know, one can do in addition to involving the Holy Spirit and just making that um, intentional commitment and prayer to inviting the Holy Spirit to help in the journey. So things like um, even just making a plan, um, like with everything, if you were working or you have a business, you make a plan to, to be able to complete your task. So this is a task, is a journey, and it's a lifelong journey. So have a plan. And I always say have, um, you know, short-term plan and have a plan for, you know, a plan that can be completed on a daily basis. So then it's not, it doesn't look tedious. So having a plan like we do at the start of the week, we have a plan for the week. Be very intentional to make your plan and things like even your shopping list. Um, <laughs> sometimes one of the, the major things that make people give up is, you know, when, when binging is involved and then gluttony. So even as, as little as what you buy from the shop, having a list that would not get you into trouble. So not having things in the house that would kind of trip you over. Meal prep. One thing that I say about the season is, yes, there is so much negativity, but there's a lot of positives in the season as well. Um, for some of us, it's a time where we now start to cook. You learn to cook because everybody's home. So some of those recipes that you've kind of been working over for such a long time, it's a time to get in the kitchen, make some healthy meals. Good thing, the fast food restaurants are closed, <laughs> so it's time to cook. So meal prep, um, know what you're cooking, know what you're putting into your body. And then also have a fitness regime. You could start of even 10 minutes a day. Mm. Ten even minutes, seven minutes. Yeah, seven minutes. We've got our short, well, uh, our mini workout, workout, seven minutes workout. So you can pretty do that maybe three times a week. You start off gradually. You know, you don't have to compare yourself to what other people are doing. This is your journey. It's your journey with the Holy Spirit. It's, 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 it's your personal, it's, it's an individual race. Even the Bible says, work out your salvation. You know, you have to, you have to run your own individual race. So have a fitness regime. If it's too hard, set an alarm, you know, start your day right. I have this thing I call the She Rise Hour and it involves, you know, just waking up in the morning, praying, um, you know, having a quiet time. I read a book and then I do my workout and get ready for the day. We've got four children, so there has to be a routine, um, you know. So, so these are some of the, you know, very practical steps that one can take. Have a routine. It's very mm -hmm. important. If not, it's not going to work. And also in, in adding to that, having a routine, because in the season, when you're home, you find that, you know, you snack a lot. Yeah. Um, so having a routine just gets rid of some of that. I call it boredom, um, boredom eating. You know, when you're just bored, you're not trying to figure out what to do with yourself. You just turn to food. So having a routine kind of um, gets rid of um, some of that binging that you'd normally go to. And just be consistent. You know, this journey is not, Rome is not built in, in a day, you know, so just the consistency is, is what matters. And I always tell people health journey or health and fitness journey is very similar to your spiritual journey. You just have to be consistent. You have to be disciplined. So, so these are some of the virtues that you would, you've used to build yourself spiritually. Yeah. You can use those same virtues to build uh, a healthy yeah. temple Yeah. and don't beat yourself up. 
Um, if you if you, you you've been uh, you messed up on one day, just dust yourself off and carry on the, yeah, next, carry day. On the next day. Um, I so, just yeah. wanted to add um, patience. Um, mm-hmm. I got a lot of you know inquiries from women. You know, we always want the snapback and we want something to happen mm-hmm. now. Now we have to learn to be patient with ourselves because the thing is that those habits were they weren't built in one day. Mm-hmm. The habits were built over time. So you're going to have to give yourself time to detox, to kind of walk away and build new habits. And it's just changing one thing at a time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, in one day, you could just replace one meal with uh, a healthy meal, you know, and, and do that for a week and then add something else to it. So it's very gradual changes, slow and steady over quick fixes. Yeah, um, it's, it's not, uh, I think what one of the main things we tell people, it's not, you're not doing this for season. So yeah. you're not doing this for wedding or um you know some event that's coming up it's a lifestyle change you know so just do things that you know is sustainable um if you are going on a particular diet is that diet sustainable um if you're going on a particular um workout routine you know where you're blasting your body and your body can't take more than you know one month of Mm. that sustained kind of pressure um, so do things that it's sustainable for a lifestyle and not for a season. Those were excellent tips. And while you were saying, you know, take your time, just like your salvation, you're doing this at your own beat. Don't try to compare yourself to somebody okay. else. And I think too many times when we start a fitness journey, we're just trying to be like, I don't know, whoever we're seeing at the moment, or mm-hmm. we're trying to lose 10 or 15 pounds so that we can fit into a dress or so we can look good for a certain occasion. And the problem with that is that we've set our mind up to do something till we reach the finish line. And once we reach the finish line, we tend to regress. And when I am doing my life coaching and my business coaching, I make sure that I focus on those types of behaviors because Mm -hmm. those types of behaviors are what is going to set you back into old patterns of defeat. And usually I found, at least during my journey of fitness, and I'm still on that journey, but one of the things I noticed was when I did something for a certain event or tried something for a certain reason, once I got to whatever I was doing and regressed into my old ways, I ended up putting on more weight than I did when I started. And I think because we have come up in a generation who are like a microwave generation. We need a quick fix. We want everything to be done quickly, but this is something that truly like your salvation, it takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. And the fact that you emphasize that I think is really, really important for us as believers to know. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned gluttony. I just want to stop there because I think that's one of the sins that uh, we tend to forget about. We like mm. to slip that one in the back. Like it's not important like any anything else. We like to think that, you know, as long as I'm not out here committing adultery yeah. or murder, we don't, we tend I'm to fine. forget <laughs> about gluttony. We like put it down like it's, it's the teddy bear sin. But I really want to <laughs> talk about that for a second because we, I don't think, or we don't know, or maybe we're not aware that we can be carrying gluttony mm. <laughs> in the way that we are eating or the reasons that we are eating. My pastor decided uh, this year that our church was going on fasting and we were fasting every month for one week a month. So we've just mm. come wow. off the 
fit fast for this year. And one thing I do notice when I'm fasting is I always feel so much better during it, Mm -hmm. but it gives me a time to reflect. And one of the first things she decided to talk about in January was the spirit of gluttony. Mm -hmm. And I heard a lot of yeses and amens, but I also didn't see a lot of changes that accompanied the yeses and amens. It was just a lot of words. So let's talk about gluttony. How would you advise that you can identify that you might be carrying a gluttonous spirit and how to, like you said, shift so that you aren't always eating or overeating, uh, binge eating, I think it's the correct word. Yeah, I think, I think the first step of that is to admit to yourself there's a place of admission, um, confession. Yeah. You know, the, the weights, the scales are another telling way to know, I guess. But um, admitting to yourself, you, I think once we walk with the Holy Spirit, we get certain signals. Um, it will be convicting us, you know, that that's the fifth, you know, donut you're eating today, or, you know, that's the fourth chocolate you're, you're, you're binging on. Um, so there will be that first set of conviction that as, as believers that we'll be hearing and is just now coming to a place of admitting that there's an issue and then asking God for his assistance, asking God for help. He, he, he advise, he, he guides us into, into all truth. So, it will guide us into the best way of, you know, dealing with that. I think also it's very important to, um, because you know how as, as body of Christ, which is really the, the, our focus, our, what we do as much as it is to reach out to, to everybody, but you know, there's a, a huge focus on the body of Christ. And um, the thing about this is if we say that we are one with Christ, then the Holy Spirit is in us. Like, mm. you know, there's that relationship. And if it is that it's easy to believe God or even, you know, communicate with the Holy Spirit in all other areas of life, there is a, a great need to then pull back the Holy Spirit into our health. And just having those conversations. And I generally say to you, when I struggle, yes, we have been doing this for a long time, but I have to always go back to God, you know, um, when things are not like feeling around like, Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to do? What's going on? And I get the convictions. I always say to myself, oh, I sense the Holy Spirit say, step away from this. Don't do this, this and that. And it works. So I think with gluttony, it's just one like he said, we as Christians, as as people of God, need to start to um, embrace the fact that there are certain things that we're not doing right and using our spirituality to cover certain things that are kind of destroying our health in this season. Um, and I think, you know, as much as anything else, it's also important that our leaders start to talk about these things. Mm. It's important for people because you know how we really saw trusting of our leaders, the church leaders and everything. So it's also coming from the top would help people to begin to realize, okay, um, there is something wrong here. And, you know, you, you look at yourself and you can tell that, okay, I don't look, I don't really look the way that I should look. Mm. And it's not just about looks, even the way you feel inside, you know, there are signs there. And to be honest with you, any born again Christian would agree with me that they, we all get these convictions. Mm. That still small voice always speaks, always, always speaking. And we hear those things, but it's now up to the individual to decide whether to take that on board or to ignore it so gluttony can really um there's a way out of it and the power of confession 
you know, admitting power of confession and actually really committing to making changes. Preparation is a good place to start. You have to plan it. You have to be prepared. If not, you, you get tripped over. Awesome. So everyone have a Holy Spirit check and see if yeah. you are... <laughs> Or you, if you're carrying a gluttonous spirit so that you can deal with it and that you can come out of it. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I wanted to touch on is I noticed from your workouts that you do workouts that you can do with your whole family. And that really made me smile to see you working out with your kids. So tell us about the importance of working out with your family and you know, being that excellent role model so that they get accustomed to doing the right things at a young age. So maybe they won't have to go through the same things that you went through when you're, you were younger. Yeah, I think yes, that's uh, quite key. You know, the Bible says, train up your child in the way and um, in the way they should go. So um, those are one of the things. If, if we're out there speaking to other people about the importance of um, living a healthy lifestyle and we neglect our kids, we failed um, to, to quite a large extent because they're the next generation. Um, so that was, that's quite key in our house. They join us a lot on, on, on the workouts. They enjoy it. We brought them to a place of actually enjoying it. And I'm not sure if you've seen, so our girls did, you know, a ballet workout and one of the, one of the um, videos as well. So it's just carrying them along. We're, we're trying to show them, that the purpose in life, the reason God created them, is it's achieved a lot more effectively if they have the strength. You know, when you look at um, Moses and, you know, said Moses was 120, yet his eyes were not diminished and nor his strength abated. Um, so that's what we're trying to pass on to them. There's one thing being able to do your purpose, but there's another thing being able to do your purpose effectively mm-hmm. in strength and not cutting short your purpose yeah. as well. So that's what we're trying to kind of um, drum into them or, or let them see that you being on earth is for a reason and you maintaining up until God calls you effectively. Um, I mean, the Bible speaks of 120 years, um, but you achieving that can only be done when you're looking after your temple. Yeah. Also, you know, um, just on that 120, um, God can't really, <laughs> uh, that can't really be achieved just by, by God doing it. He needs, he needs the individual. He needs you want to partner with him so that you achieve that. And coming to the family workout, you know, I, it's, I believe it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, when, a whole, when the whole family is involved in a thing, I mean, there's vision there. Everyone is working towards a certain goal. And, you know, it's fun for, for you as an individual. It's fun for the children. And it's, it's, it creates um, room for, for bonding time, yeah, yeah. you know, as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, the women that I work with on, on, my, on my business, I mean, I always say to them, this health journey, it can't just be for you. You can't be eating something different or doing your thing and then feeding your family crap. It doesn't, it doesn't add up like you are healthy and they're not. And child obesity, that the rate is going up and up and up, you know, by the day. Mm-hmm. So it's important that the family work together. It's also a good time for couples to spend time, you know, um, doing their thing together. It, it helps, with, you know, relationship and marriage and, and all of that. So, um, 
it's it's um yeah it's it's good and we we encourage it because it, it creates you know it's fun it's really good and we talk to the children you know make them understand it's not just working out but we actually also explain what we're doing what the word says and they have time to ask questions um yeah so that's it really um, once the family is involved, it, it makes it—it's a beautiful thing. And they—they they keep you in check. They do, yeah. Well. <laughs> I think that's one important thing. They—they they keep you in check. So sometimes, even sometimes, it, it will give them uh, a, a drink, and they might come back saying, "No, mommy, daddy, that's too sweet." Or you know, <laughs> you know, daddy, you having another another cookie? Daddy, you having another one? Um, so they—they—they—they—they're good at keeping you in check as well. But once once you've done your the bit of laying the foundation, um, everyone becomes accountable. Accountable to each house. other, yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. I have really, really enjoyed this conversation and I have so many notes next to me, so many takeaways, but I just want to thank you again on behalf of my community for just encouraging us and teaching us how to make sure that we are being good stewards of our temples and that we are going about our going about our health journey properly, so we can, like you said, not cut our purpose short and live mm-hmm. effectively and in fullness. So please let us know how we can connect with you, how we can work with you. I know off of this interview, a lot of people are going to be ready to go and praise God with their bodies. And what I will do is in the show notes, you guys, I will link the work of the first workout. I saw the African Afro praise. Yes. That I love that. I do a couple times a week. So I'm going to link that one, enjoy it and definitely follow them, connect with them. So let us know how we can find you. Let us know how we can work with you. I'm so excited for this journey. Go ahead. Oh, excellent. Uh, so on YouTube, we're body praise, um, on, we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook and Twitter on at Body Praise Online. Um, so if you just search Body Praise on most of those platforms, you would see us on there. Also, um, if you wanna, if you wish to drop us an email, our email is info at bodypraiseonline.com. Oh, also, um, Oge has a a women's. Do you wanna maybe you speak about that? <laughs> okay, um, I've got a, a company. It's a it's a lifestyle consultancy firm and it's called Bump and Chic um, for young wives, young moms, moms-to-be. Um, and um, it's just a platform to support and encourage mothers and, you know, wives and how to embrace total wellness through soul and body. So the, 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 um, the focus of what we do is really based on spiritual principles and, and the promises of God um, towards our health so yes that's um that's what i do handle oh and it's um bump and chic on instagram and facebook um also on twitter and um to send an email is info at bump and i'm going to link all of that in the show notes be sure to connect with them talk with them work with them and share share their page, share their workouts. It's going to be a blessing. Oh, the last thing that I wanted to say before we wrapped up, at the end of the um, workout that I did, the Afro Praise hit, you had a call to salvation. Mm-hmm. And that was what stuck with me, that at the end of the workout, 
God can still find different ways from reaching people, reaching their hearts. And I just wanted you to be encouraged to continue doing the work of the Lord, continue saving people in the way that God has called you to do. You have inspired me and through me, you have inspired many other people. So thank you for all your hard work in the kingdom. We are looking forward to the great things that God is going to do for you and through you. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank for you. Us. So having again, us. It's been a real good time. It's been a blessing. Thank you so much. No problem.